podcast episode discusses positive self-talk and brings up body image. These are our personal stories, and we are not mental health professionals. This is not a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Hello, and thank you for joining us on this episode of And Life Happened. I'm your co-host, Jessica. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. On this episode, we will be talking about positive self-talk. Yeah, so um, I, I thought, Jessica, we could take a moment and just talk about self positive self-talk because it seems funny, but, you know, every time we post a post about positive self-talk, there seems to be lots of chatter, either lots of agreement with it or the other about um, needing to to recognize both emotions. Um, And so I just thought this might be an interesting topic for us to come from and it kind of uh, give our vantage point and our views on why we think this is so important to resilience Mm -hmm. um, and such an important topic for us to talk about. You know, um, when you brought up the topic of positive self-talk, what I kind of equated it to is um, <laughs> when you buy a specific car and then you see that car everywhere. Um, you know, so <laughs> I have a white forerunner and I see white forerunners everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like everywhere. So with positive self-talk, I I have the flip of it. I am working on adjusting and correcting negative Mm self-talk so the more I learn about positive self-talk the more I see negative self-talk and I catch Mm -hmm. it in people and I and I want to say something to them and and tell them how to flip the script and I talk about it with my kids so when you said you wanted to talk about positive self-talk I thought this would be great because you are wonderful about positive self-talk and I am working on the negative self-talk so I think that our listeners may be going through something similar Yeah. And I think it's important for us to call out both sides. You know, the fact that there are two sides of this because we are all human and that negative self-talk is pervasive and eats away. (laughs) Um, And, but it's there, right? It is there. There is nothing we can do that will fully erase it. It's there. And so then it's trying to figure out, okay, if it's going to be there, then what, right? Like, then what, what do I do with it? I can let it continue to just like, I don't know. What's the word, the word like eat at you? Like a word. I was going to say like eat that. away at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, going to continue to fester and rot. Yes, grow. it worms at your brain. I think yes. that's what I was going for. Worms at your brain or something, you know, that's a mm-hmm. great visual image now that now I'm picturing. Um, but it's, it's so prevalent because the world, you know, and I'm thinking this is so perfect. This podcast episode is this week after last week. I think if you look um, at Instagram, it was a stream of positive (laughs) talk to yourself nicely. Like Uh that was all of our posts last week. And so what, what a nice way to almost like wrap up the week um, and take it into the next week, right. With a, a podcast that comes out related to it. But um, so let's, do you want to talk about the negative piece first? Maybe acknowledge um, that it's there? Sure. Um, I think 
I think with negative self-talk, um, I think we all do it. Mm-hmm. I think we all do it. And I mean, you could have had a perfect childhood, wonderful adult mm-hmm. life and still have negative self-talk. So it's not um, necessarily tied to, oh, this traumatic event in my life or, um, you know, uh, bad parenting or anything like that. I think we, it's just, especially with the media, as mm-hmm. far as trying to look a certain way or act a certain way or have enough money, that negative self-talk of, oh, I'll never look like that, or I'll yes. never be that pretty, or yes. I'm not smart enough for that job. Um, I think we all do it. And even as I'm saying them as examples, it's like, it's like a dart to the heart. Like, yeah. Because I said it, it's like, oh, like now I you feel back. it in your body. Like, yes. Yes. And, yes. and I think before I knew that that was a thing before I realized, um, you know, growing up, you don't, you don't catch that negative self-talk even exists. I would just go down this rabbit hole of, of, you know, why I won't get this job or why, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever, whatever story I was telling myself, I, I made up negative self-talk to, to perpetuate that, that story. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I have that, that thing about when I, when I do a dive, when I find myself in my own mind and it's just spiraling downward, I say, get out of the pool. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the funny thing about that is, is I, my biggest time of doing those negative thought spirals was when I was swimming. Cause I would, I used to swim at the gym and I would just think, and mm-hmm. I would catch myself like smacking the water mm-hmm. harder, mm-hmm. um, as the negative self-talk and then, and the negative stories were, were getting worse. And I would, and I had heard the get out of the pool someplace else. And it, I can still, I don't know where, but I can still hear them go, get out of the pool. And so in the pool, I was swimming, I would say like, get out of the pool. But now I also say, stop the bus. You know, if I hear myself, mm-hmm. if I catch myself saying something negative, I stop the bus, get out. Mm-hmm. Um, this mm-hmm. is not the bus you want to be on. Mm-hmm. But um, those negative stories and the negative self-talk go hand in hand. And I see it. Um, you know, all of our kids are grown. Our youngest is 18. He's still here. Um, but I hear him with the negative self-talk and the negative thought spirals. And I will try to talk to him about it. But I kind of feel like um, he's at an age where he might not hear me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he can hear me, but <laughs> he's not digesting it. It's not that the, it's 18 is young for that kind mm-hmm. of information to process. Um, but I see it and I, I, I see it in him and I'm going, well, how do you know that story is true? Or, or can we reframe that into something positive? And I don't really you know, how to help him because it's something I'm still working on. So when you said you want to talk about positive self-talk, um, I thought, yes, because this is, you know, we, we talk about it in our posts, like you said, we talk about it with each other and our kids and, and, and you have littles. So if you can get your littles to flip that script mm-hmm. and start saying, you know, like if, if your, your daughter, who's old enough to say negative things about herself, can stop and say positive things about herself and then grow her whole life with that would be so much more empowering than trying to fix it at my age, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, um, yeah. 
Yeah. And you know, I, I, I notice it in my daughter. I don't notice it as I'm not pretty or I'm not ugly or I I'm not ugly. I'm not pretty. I'm, I, you know, this or that, like my clothes aren't right or anything. I don't hear those from her. What I hear from her is I can't, I can't yeah. like this morning, you know, she's buckling her, she, she can buckle herself in her own car seat. Um, but she likes to also wear big frou-frou frilly dresses and um, those are more of a challenge but this morning I watched her she got in her car seat she didn't even try she just goes I can't do this and I said absolutely you can like you know what I mean um, mm -hmm. and I, I got out and I said I'm not going to do it I want to watch you do it and I want to see what you're doing so that so that I can help you understand that you can do this mm -hmm. and so you know it took extra time but letting her do it and just like talking her through it um and then she looked at me with her little face, like, oh, I guess I can, you know, there's a little face that comes <laughs> up. Um, and then we have lots of conversations about it, but, but uh, that's where I see, you know, at, at her age, the negative self-talk comes in the fact of, I can't do this or I can't before she's even tried. Um, and so just like what you're talking about, like my thing is how do I help her flip that before it becomes negative self-talk all over the place. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's a constant battle, but something that, you know, just like you, I think, you know, we work on it with our kids. We work on it on ourselves. It, it's a constant, um, battle because as you've already acknowledged it's everywhere comparison is everywhere and we mm -hmm. are all guilty of comparison. So, we, uh, you know, we don't think we look the right way because we see images of other people looking a certain way. And we think that's the way we should look. Um, when truly we were all created to be so uniquely different and so uniquely beautiful. Um, but it's hard. It is hard because yeah. that's not the story we see. No. I mean, even as adults, um, they tell us, like, let's, let's take, all media out and, and I don't mean social media, but actual yeah. advertisements and things like that out. And just let's talk about Facebook for a second. On Facebook, we see, you know, happy anniversary. I love my spouse, uh, you know, perfect marriages, mm -hmm. perfect mm -hmm. trips, perfect vacations. And then you are looking at your marriage or your friendships or your vacation or your house, or whatever. And you're comparing it and going, I'm not good enough to have that. Or I, my marriage isn't blank and you, and th this negative self-talk um, and it's a comparison thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not mm -hmm. just the ads we see. It's also, mm -hmm. you know, um, what our, our friends are posting on social media mm -hmm. or what have you. Yeah. Now I, I, um, I have this um, trick that I learned from memory and I'm going uh, it's from House Bunny. Do you remember the movie House Bunny? No, I do not. Oh, yes. Okay. Wait, yes, I do. Okay. So I, I only saw it once, but, um, and I don't even know if I was actually watching the movie or if I was um, doing something else and it was like on in the background because I don't remember much about the movie. But a parent at the school that I used to work at, um, we were talking about remembering students' names. And she said, you know, do it from House Bunny. And she walked me through the process of remembering students' names by saying it in a weird voice. And I, <laughs> I always remember her daughter's name because of the way she said her daughter's name when describing the movie to me. 
Like if I go back, it's been so many years, it's been like 15 years. Right. And if I go back and I need to remember her daughter's name, I hear her and I'm going to do it. <laughs> if we need to take this out later, we can, but she goes, Emily, like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even, I mean, she did it. So it was so hilarious. And so that's the moment I picture. Right. So I have heard that you can actually do that same exact thing with negative self-talk. So um, you, you make it like a positive thing and you say it in a voice that makes you happy mm-hmm. or is funny to you or, you know, so you could do it like as Yoda or Bugs Bunny. I kind of do it in this like um, sing songy, almost the hills are alive kind of, um, uh, you know, the sound of music, mm-hmm. that kind of a, this big voice. But um, so if you have the... <laughs> I know we haven't gotten to any tips and tricks yet, but I just, I didn't want to forget because Emily popped into my head. Emily. Like, um, so the, the trick is like, you take the, the negative thing, like, uh, you know, I'm fat or I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you turn it into, um, <laughs> something silly. Like I love my body, like, <laughs> something goofy, but because it's goofy and positive and it made you laugh, like you just laughed and you're yeah. later going to think about me going, I love my body. Yes, and I will. So You will. And so it's the same thing with the negative self-talk and you can turn it into positive. So it's something that I, um, I do with my grandson and it made me think of it because you're talking about your daughter and saying, I can't. When he says something like that, I say it back to him in that way mm. because I learned this this trick a, a while back, and so I was like, "Yes, you can. You, know, like, <laughs> you, know, like, you can buckle your seat. You, you almost are like creating two personas, right? Like yeah. there's there's the voice you hear in your head saying, "I can't" or whatever, "I hate uh-huh. my body," whatever, and then there's the persona of Oh, stop that. Right. Like, stop that. I love my body singing to you (laughs) every single time. And and, uh, you're totally going to be in your mirror going, I love my body. Um, But it's, it is, that's the whole purpose. It is first you identify the, the thing that you're saying. So if you're standing in front of the mirror and you're like, Oh, I'm fat. You identify the voice that you're making the sound whose voice is it? Is it your voice in your head? Cause you're not most of the time. I mean, we do say it, we do stand in front of the mirror and say out loud and fat, mm-hmm. but we also hear it in our heads. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. You're not smart mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. And so you're supposed to identify the voice that it's in and then flip the script. And so, like, um, uh, doing it as Yoda is hilarious, but I don't know if my brain can put that together fast enough. Mm-hmm. Like, um, beautiful body you have <laughs> um but I the sing-songy one I do I, I do it with my grandson all the time and I I hope that I mean I don't think he'll remember you know grandma's a dork and she would sing song this stuff to me but um you know like he said to me I can't spell my name and I, I don't want to sing the song because then you'll know his name here on the thing mm-hmm. but he's you know I can't spell my name and you know he was little little I can't so I made up a song in that goofy voice and I would sing it to him over and over and over again. And of course I'd be like, then how do you spell your name? And he would sing it back to me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in that goofy voice. And so that's like the, you know, the, the little tip and trick. First I tell myself, get out of the pool mm-hmm. or get off this bus. And then I will mm-hmm. do it in a goofy way. Like, um, you know, 
I am smart enough for this job. <laughs> and I hope that I don't ever walk around, a, <laughs> start singing to myself where people can hear me. I can do it. But yeah, that's one of the things that I do. And it's silly. It's funny. It gets you out of the negative thing. It's kind of like, um, have you seen the, the, there's this thing going around on social media where if you are trying to teach your child to walk, you put limes in their hands. No. Mm-mm. And the point isn't the lime. It's not necessarily that it has to be a lime. It's the fact that it's so unusual to be in their hand that they stop thinking about the fact that they can't walk mm-hmm. and focus mm-hmm. on the odd thing in their hand mm-hmm. and they will just start walking. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, the, the, you know, I saw it on social media and then other people tried it too. And they were amazed. Like they just put this random thing in their kids hands and they would start walking in it because it it tricks your mind to getting out of that funk of I can't Mm -hmm. to I can or not even paying attention to the fact that you can Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the point of flipping the script on the negative self-talk in your mind Mm -hmm. yeah you know for me I mean this is going to come as probably no surprise to you but uh because I'm a researcher (laughs) And I like facts. So even just last night, right, I was wearing this pair of jeans and I saw myself in the mirror and I was like, ugh, gross. And I immediately, I immediately was like, hold on a second. Like, wait a second. What do I have to say my body's gross right now? Right. I went and I put on a different pair of pants. Yeah. And instantly I was like, oh, never mind. I'm hot. You're not (laughs) gross. Um, but like, you know, so, so for me, a lot of times, like when I start to get into that negative frame, you know, like, gosh, I, that, you know, I just can't do that. Or I don't like this about myself or this, like, I'll be like, wait a second. What are your facts that that's true? Uh That that statement is true. Mm -hmm. Um, and if it's just me, hmm. Hmm. Then I have to do some reflective work, right? Like if I come mm-hmm. back to, well, yesterday you saw yourself doing this and remember that and oh, oh and the day before that you saw, and then I'm like, oh wait, there, it's all me. Like, okay, wait a second. Like, let me think through that through. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's also just as easy as like what I did last night. Like I was like, ew. And then I was like, well, wait a second, let me put on some other pants. Cause maybe that's not a true fact. Yes. Um, And just switching the pants, I went like, I was like, Oh no, never mind. That's not a fact. That's not right. a fact. Um, and so then I could just move on with it, right? It didn't have to, and, and you brought this up that like negative thought spiral, it didn't have to consume me. And I think if you know the your sing-song voice coming up with the facts, it's almost like pausing to get grounded so that we don't come become consumed with it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's the the if we let it consume us. When you're swimming in the pool, if you don't tell yourself to get out of the pool or off the bus or whatever, mm-hmm. and that just negative thought spiral spins, well, then it starts to impact everything, right? Then you're thinking about it. You're not feeling so good. You're not swimming so good. You're, it, it becomes everything um, and all who we are. And all of a sudden we have no confidence. Yeah. Right. Like it just whoop, balloons. And pretty soon we're in this like de- dark negative space because our, our brain has spiraled out of control with, yeah. with something that's negative. And if we can take a moment to have a phrase, to have a, 
a voice, to look for the facts, to, you know, there's lots of different ways we can do it to just pause, say, Mm -hmm. you know, flip that script or take a different perspective. Cause we talk about that a lot too, right? Like, wait a second. What if I looked at this from somebody else's point of view, am I going to feel the same way? Um, Mm -hmm. How much that can actually do for our whole being, our whole body, how we feel about ourselves, how we portray ourselves and how we look um, to ourselves as well to others, right? Such a different, different yeah. stance. If we do the superhero pose. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's that saying perception is reality. Yes. So when you're using the negative self-talk, mm-hmm. your brain believes it. Yeah, it does. And Yeah. And when you're using the positive self-talk, your brain believes it. Yeah. And, you know, that perception is reality is applicable in many different arenas. Um, your perception of your relationship, your perception of your mar- uh, your friendships, your perception of your boss, perception is reality. So if, you know, if you believe your boss is out to get you, everything they do will be out to get you. It's mm-hmm. the same with your, your self-talk. Mm-hmm. If you believe these negative things and everything around you will prove these negative things. But if you start saying these positive things to yourself, everything around you will help support that as well, because that's what we do. Perception is reality. Um, our I brains think, lie to us all the time. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. And I think it is important to call out here, right? Because it, because there's this whole view of like toxic positivity too. And I think mm-hmm. what you're talking about, it's important to call out that um, that doesn't mean that your boss isn't out to get you, right? But if you flipped the script um, and and you tr- you you pull in these, okay, well, well, hold on, you know, is it true? Let me look for facts, yes. like all of those things. Mm-hmm. And there are still things happening, you know, where you're looking for the good, you're looking for the positive, you're looking for all of these things, you're talking to yourself positively and everything, and stuff is still there that's, that's a truth then, right? Like there's, yeah. there's some groundedness in there. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're trying to be toxic and positive, right? You're, you're just trying to, okay, let me sort this out, remove the negative self-talk and see where I sit. Yeah. And, and with toxic positivity, it's usually not what we do to ourselves. It's what other people do to us. Yeah. Like the toxic positivity is often how other people react to our situations um, and that's also stuff we have to filter yep. with, with our, our negative and positive self-talk. We have to, we have to see, okay, so if I think I'm not good enough for this job and I say something to, um, my friend, Samantha and Samantha responds to me with toxic positivity, do I know it to be true? <laughs> or right. is it, so right. it becomes part of this weird filter process. Um, but, but toxic positivity, we don't want anybody to think that what we're saying is you have to be so positive it's toxic because we're not right it is being mindful of the negative things that you say to yourself because they could be self-limiting yes you could be uh, boxing yourself in and not meeting your full potential because of the things you tell yourself regardless of what the people outside like you know you know like our spouses um oh you can do this this is this job is perfect for you or you would be an amazing blank you know fill in the blank um, or you can write that book or you, you know, whatever. And we just go, 
whatever. Yes, yes. <laughs> we brush it off. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and and they're not being they're not most likely not lying. Right. They, they see what we don't see. And so our self-talk can be self-limiting. Um, we can be making assumptions that, um, are, you know, then we pigeonhole ourselves. Also, the whole idea that um, we put things on repeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's this thing that we, if we could catch the negative thought spiral or the negative self-talk, I should say, because we know we're going to, our brains are going to repeat it. So if we could put the positive spin on it on repeat instead, um, uh, I hear like my husband will say like, oh, I'm so dumb and, or I'm an idiot. Uh-huh. And you know, when uh-huh. he's doing something like you are not stop it right uh-huh. now, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you are not, you keep telling yourself that and you will feel like an idiot. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know, and so um, we need to address those. Also with negative self-talk, we need to address the possible comments of others. So, um, you know, when we're thinking about, like, if we catch a negative self-talk, where did it come from? Who said it? Did we say it to ourselves? Was it something that somebody said to us when we were little? Um, you know, and, and like you said, ask ourselves if it's true. Because how many times... Have you said something, or let me rephrase, how many times has somebody said something to you and years later, you still remember it and it was probably something in passing. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, and this is a dumb example, (laughs) negative self-talk, but this is a really like a, a, an exaggerated example. Oh, Ooh, that yellow dress does not look good on you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then for the rest of your life, you don't put yellow on. Yes. Yep. You know, and that person yep. doesn't remember saying it to you. And then later you're talking about, well, you told me when I was little, I didn't look good in yellow. And I'm like, well, but because that dress was terrible, you know, like, like right. it was the ugliest dress. I should have just told you that dress was ugly, <laughs> but yeah. you know, that's a, that's a kind of exaggerated, silly example. But, um, you know, so who said it, are they an expert? What mm-hmm. was their, what was mm-hmm. their, um, their basis? Like, you know, is that person a toxic person in your life and you've been carrying around this negative statement? Um, flip it. And, you know, that's something that, you know, we've talked about before. You and I both believe in the power of going to therapy. And that's something that I talked about with my therapist was um, the thoughts that I carried around, these negative thoughts that I carried around that were uh, messages given to me by uh, abusive people. Mm-hmm. And then you carry them around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I have an example. Like my my mom actually gave me an example, um, <laughs> and I kind of flipped it back on her at one point. And she's like, "Oh my god!" Um, so she used to talk about how her knees were giant. Like, I mean, she talked about it all the time. My knees are so big. I get teased about my knees. I've always been teased about my knees. And I was like, "That's the weirdest thing in the world to be teased about." Now she did have big knees. But they weren't like something I would have ever noticed. They were bigger than mine. I have tiny knees. Again, random, goofy example. But she hated it. She was teased about her knees her whole life. And then one day she made a comment about my nose. And I, I was tired of it. She had said it lots of times. And I go, yeah, how are your knees? Oh. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
And she's I will never make fun of you for your nose again. Now, did it go away? No, because she said it. And it was like, so I see my, my nose. But like, it's one of those things where you have to stop and go, what are they saying? And is it yeah. true? Yeah. Because, um, you know, she she didn't wasn't meaning anything terrible by it. She wasn't trying to hurt my feelings. She was saying something about my nose. And I, I was a child, so I could have handled it better. But I said something about her knees and it made her realize it. So it's the same type thing. Whose voice is in your head? And again, that you've a, adopted as your own. Yes, that you've adopted as right? your own. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I see my nose as this giant thing. And, and I do have a bigger nose, but like when I see pictures of it, it's this giant looming nose because she made comments about my nose. But that's exactly what we do with our negative self talk. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is, it's giant and looming and it's mm-hmm. eating away at our soul because we have mm-hmm. told ourselves over and over again. This is Whatever. truth. This yeah. is truth. This is what I'm living by. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, I, I think so like what happens, how do you view your nose? Like wouldn't, maybe this needs to become an experiment says the researcher. Um, <laughs> if you take and you post a post-it or something, you know, and so the first thing you say when you see yourself in the mirror in the morning is my nose is beautiful. Like if you do that repeatedly and it's not just them, you know, maybe you also have it on your car mirror and because otherwise you'll, the negative self-talk crops up. But if you like put it there consciously, so you see it and read it, um, how does your view of, of it change after 30 days or after 60 days? I mean, cause we talk about all the time, like we, and we post an Instagram giving people challenges and stuff. Like what's one thing, one thing that you look at yourself and you think, Oh, that's beautiful. Or I'm really good at X, right? Like, and, and so if we just say like, if it's that one thing and we focus on one thing at a time, right? Like how do we start changing our view of ourselves Mm -hmm. and how does the internal talk in our own heads start to change, um, so that we see ourselves differently? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that it is, it, I could use that in so many ways. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, cause my nose isn't, I mean, I still see it in photo, like, but my nose isn't my thing. Yeah. And it doesn't you know, matter if I example. tell you, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I know, but like, it doesn't matter if I'm like, what are you talking about? You're not beautiful. You know what? Cause you have to believe it first. Right. Yeah. Like, well, and, yeah. And, and speaking of noses, my husband has this like small, perfect nose. Right. And I'm like, Oh, I wish I had your nose. And he's like, what? <laughs> my nose? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's yeah. a horrible nose. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, so that's the, but that's the exact same thing with, with all of the other negative self-talk that we do. We mm-hmm. tell ourselves things over and over and over. And it could have started with some little comment made in jest. Mm-hmm. And that person has no idea that you're st- still carrying it around like baggage. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, and like, I'm like my, she was joking. I can still see like she was playing around mm-hmm. and, and you know, and how I shared, <laughs> like how I told her it hurt my feelings was by making fun of her knees because I knew it bothered her. And again, I was a child. I wouldn't do this as an adult, but like, you know, like yeah. it stopped her in her tracks and she's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, I always remember that moment because it was like, you know, I wish I would have been able to um, articulate it in a different way, but I was a child, but um, she realized at that moment, she was perpetuating what somebody else had done to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I know 
because, you know, my mom passed recently. I know she left this earth thinking she had these giant knees, mm -hmm. you know, like they weren't mm -hmm. their knees. It's just the strangest thing that what we do to ourselves and it, and it happens with everything. We put these limiting beliefs in because mm -hmm. of our negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to break that cycle. I mean, you know, so what you can't play the guitar. Do you want to play the guitar? Go play the guitar. Right. Like, right. and and again, that's another one of those just random examples, but it's, it, it's the same in everything that we do. I can't write that book. Yes. I'm not, nobody wants to read what I have to say. Yeah. Who cares? Well, and how do you know? Right. Like, right. again, is, like, let's stop. You go back. The truth. What facts do you have? Because did you publish the book and nobody read it? Like, yeah. No, you're trying to stop yourself there that, you know, and, and some of the no negative self-talk comes into, I'm, I'm going to protect myself from her. Right. Like, yeah. It, I, oh, I can't do that. Nobody wants to read it because I'm protecting myself. What if I put it out there and nobody reads it? Right. Um, but think of all of the hurt you're giving yourself by with the negative self-talk, right? Yeah. It's not, That's worse. it's, it's not yeah. better. Like it's definitely not better. Yeah. Well, um, Jessica, I'm really conscious of time today. <laughs> um, and I think now that we've started, we probably could go on and on and on about this topic. <laughs> but I think we have some really key points in here about what it is and um, things that people can do um, to combat uh, the self-talk, uh, at least kind of push against it to start. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cause it all starts with pushing against it and saying, wait a second, wait a second. No. Um, is there anything else you feel like we, we really just need to hit on with this topic? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe that's positive self-talk part do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I think that it would be nice to, um, maybe have, somebody try out some techniques and bring that back yeah. on for a part two. I love it. And love see, it. you know, um, it could be one of us or somebody else, but I, there's so many things that we could talk about um, and, you know, tips and tricks. And I'd love to have somebody come in and say what they've done as well. Um, well, let's know. put the challenge out there. Like yeah. I like, let's put it out there right here to have somebody go like use maybe some of these or like really think through and process and then send us um, a message on our Instagram account um, and we could have a part two. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you, Samantha, for bringing this topic to our attention. Um, you know, in a conversation a couple of weeks ago, I am absolutely grateful that we, we dove into this a little more because it, it put it back to the top of my, my mind. You know, yeah, I kind of no, let it slip. You. So thank you for bringing that up. And um, thank you for, for this podcast today. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to And Life Happened. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will continue to listen and like our podcast. If you would like to support our podcast, you can do so by sharing this with others to build our community of resilience. To stay updated on the latest information, please follow us at and underscore life happened on Instagram. If you would like to share your life happened story of resilience, please complete the form in our Instagram bio. 
These are our personal stories, and we are not mental health professionals. This is not a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Thank you.